Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, we are talking with Sandia Long. She's a sustainability manager at Nudie Jeans. Hello, Sandia. How are you? Hi. Thank you. I'm fine. Nice to be here. <laughs> nice to nice to talk to you. Uh, my very first question is: uh, Could you could you please present yourself and and your company, please? Yeah, as you said, uh, my name is uh, Sandia Lang. I work as the sustainability manager at Nudians, and I've been doing so for the last uh, nine years now, since 2011. Uh, I have a background in the apparel sector with uh, shoe production in Vietnam and uh, t-shirt production in Sri Lanka. And I have a master's in development studies, including corporate social responsibility. And the company that I work for is uh, called Nudigens. We are a Swedish denim brand. We were founded in uh, 2001 by a woman called uh, Maria Eriksson Levin. And uh, we are a privately owned business by three owners, which is Maria, Joachim and Palle. And uh, we have no external investors. So that makes us very independent and independence has always been important to us. Uh, we have our head office in Gothenburg on the west coast of Sweden where about uh, 80 employees works today and globally we are around 250 employees including the subsidiaries in US and Australia and uh, we have 35 repair shops worldwide, a great online shop and many retailer doors so We are mostly known for working a lot with uh, both social and environmental uh, sustainability. Okay. Um, how many employees are you at, uh, at New Digins? Uh, 80 in the head office and uh, around 250 globally. Okay, perfect. What does it mean according to you, um, sustainability when you are a gin company? Um, sustainability for us means that uh, we are taking responsibility for the full product from uh, both on the social and the environmental side, starting from the raw materials, the cotton fields throughout uh, production and onwards to the user phase. Mm, okay. And um, c can you explain us what has been the, well, the, the kind of Eureka moments, but it, it sounds like uh, Nudie Jeans has been sustainable since day one, right? It's, 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 it's part of the DNA of the company, isn't it? Yeah, you can say so. Uh, I mean, um, when the founder uh, started uh, the brand, it was for my wish to create something new, to create something different that was available on the market the, during those years. Um, where we have a great product made in a, in a fair way and where responsibility is taken for the full process. So, um, yeah, I would say that, I mean, uh, for, my, for myself, for example, uh, coming into this company, I saw great potential, of course. Um, uh, there was a strong commitment from the owner's side uh, for a sustainable business model, and we had a quite limited supply chain, so it's been fairly easy for me to implement sustainable strategies along the way 
for example, our living wage program in India, uh, we had increased supply chain transparency, or uh, I also implemented a more strict sourcing policy. So, um, yeah, definitely um, the owner structure has been really uh, helpful here. Okay. And what is the difference between your, your product and uh, a more conventional product? To, to what extent your products, your raw material, your way of, um, um, of, of making the product is more sustainable than any other product? Can you explain us exactly what you are doing? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we are working uh, with uh, um, yeah, a lot of sustainable materials, mostly organic cotton. Um, the main part of our production is, is denim. Uh, I think it was 73% in uh, last year, and the rest is divided into other categories like T-shirts, shirts, and underwear, assess yeah, accessories, and uh, so on. Um, and we use a lot of organic cotton, as said, uh, but also fair trade organic and reuse and recycled cotton, as well as tencel. So in uh, 2019, we had... 97.7% of our collection made with these sustainable uh, materials, which is great. Um, and, um, I mean, we uh, have a transparent supply chain uh, and we continuously work to improve the conditions in the supply chain. And um, we are also a member of a third-party organization called Fairware Foundation. And we were ranked in their assessment as uh, leaders uh, for the seventh year in a row now. Um, and they are assessing our performance in the social aspects in the supply chain. Uh, in addition to that, we also offer free repairs in our stores. Um, we sell secondhand jeans and we are having different recycling projects um, uh, as well. So that is mainly, I think, what is different uh, us from other brands. Yeah. Uh, when you when you are talking about the, the fiber, the organic fiber or the recycled fiber, um, what are... Is it, is it more difficult to, to source uh, organic fiber or recycled fiber? Uh, what, what has been the, the limits of uh, sourcing such, uh, such materials? Uh, I think, I mean, from the, from the very early days in 2001, uh, it was a desire to work with uh, sustainable materials. But at that time, they were not so easy because we didn't have the, the volumes at the time. Um, but over the years, we have, of course, grown. Um, and since 2006, I think it was, uh, the company set out the direction to become, uh, to use 100% uh, organic cotton in all the denim products. But it took a few years and 2012, we reached that goal. So since 2012, we have been able to have organic cotton in all our uh, denim products. And since 2017, we have it as well as for wow. all other cotton products. Mm. And of course, when you, some, uh, challenges to it, I guess, over the mm, years. Mm. But uh, what, um, when you say organic cotton, what certification are, are you, are you using? Yeah, we are having uh, certifications from uh, GOTS and uh, organic content standard. And the cotton that we are sourcing is coming from uh, India and Turkey. And um, yeah, for the denim production, most of the cotton is sourced from the Izmir region in Turkey. And for the Indian cotton production, uh, we do that through the Shetna Organics, uh, who have farmers in Telangana and Odisha region. So we have direct contacts with the raw material suppliers and uh, made also several visits at the uh, cotton fields in both the countries. So transparency and traceability of the cotton is really important for us mm. as well. Mm. And where are, your, where are located your... Your 
your your filiature your, i mean your how do you say it um your spinning uh the spinning uh, of um of uh, of uh, denim and uh and the manufacturing process where is yeah. it located So the um, uh, fabric uh, suppliers, they're also based in Turkey to a large extent. We have some in Italy as well uh, for the denim. Um, and the production of the garments are taking place in Italy and Tunisia for the denim. And in Turkey we and uh, Turkey and Portugal, we make uh, uh, shirts and, uh, and uh, T-shirts and so on, uh, as well as in India. And in Poland, we make some leather accessories. Um, so yeah, that is the division of, of uh, product categories and countries. Great. And um, how do you make sure that uh, it, I mean the, the the standards are respected and the and the and the people are respected in those uh, in those places? Do do you use any certification uh, to make sure uh, everything is well treated and uh, everything is uh, in line with your value? Yeah, exactly. So we are a member of Fair Foundation, which is an organization that acts like a framework for our work with the social compliance in the supply chain. So since uh, many years now, um, we have been doing social auditing in uh, at all our suppliers, the main suppliers, the stitching units, but even the subcontractors like printing houses, laundries, uh, embroideries, um, and even the fabric suppliers sometimes. So that is how we keep track of what is going on in, in, in our supply chain. And of course, we take actions in, uh, on, on, on the things that needs to be uh, corrected afterwards. Uh, we also normally visit our suppliers a lot, uh, at least once a year. And by that, it's not only the main suppliers, but also the, all the subcontractors at, attached to it. This year, of course, it's different. Um, but um, normally, it's like that. Mm. Um I am very interested by your repair shop. Uh, you say that you've got 35 repair shop uh, worldwide. Um, can you explain us how, how this thing is uh, organized? And I mean, I mean, the, this uh, in this way of doing what has been the, the starting point of doing this, and how do you manage the whole logistic of uh, of repairing some uh, some uh, uh, some denim? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, the whole idea of having repair shops is the fact that uh, our core product is the dry denim. And we encourage the customers to use the dry denim for a long time uh, to break it in, uh, to get these nice effects and very personalized look. Um, and uh, after a while, if you wear the denim like that, it will be broken somewhere. Um, and then you should be able to get it repaired. So the idea came um, many years ago, and we opened the first repair shop in London in 2012-13, I think it was. Um, and since then, all our shops worldwide are called repair shops. And today we also have repair partners. We have some selected uh, retailers that also do repairs uh, for Nudians. Uh, and we have also a mobile repair uh, tour uh, sometimes that go that where you, customers can hand in their jeans to get them repaired for a weekend or so. So how it works is that uh, the customer comes into the store. Uh, we have the sewing machine very centralized in the um, in the store. Uh, it's our own staff repairing, um, and they have learned to do that by working in the in the shop. Um, and uh, they are repairing for free. Um, it might be a waiting time depending on the uh, amount of work they have to do in the, in the store. Um, right now, actually, I think it's quite low waiting time all around because of the, of the COVID. 
Um, so it's a great chance, actually, if you have a pair of jeans laying around at home. Um, and um, yeah, so they get repaired and you get your email back when you are when they are ready to be picked up. Um, and then um, if you don't want them anymore, you can hand them in uh, and you can get a discount on a new pair. So uh, we are happily uh, receiving them back. Uh, and the jeans that we are receiving back, we are using for as patching materials for, for the other jeans. But we're also uh, selecting some for our reuse range where we sell secondhand jeans as well. Mm. Hmm. And um, well, is, is it becoming something like, uh, well, I, I guess no, but uh, is it becoming mainstream in, uh, in your country, maybe in, uh, in, uh, in, North, in Northern Europe or in England? Is this something... Uh, people are including in their habits or is it um, still yeah. something very edgy? I think so. Uh, I think repairs and actually using your garment longer is something that we really try to promote. And we can see now that um, more and more companies are actually offering um, services like rental, like repairing and so on. And um, I don't know, maybe we have been an inspiration or not, but uh, nevertheless, it's a good thing. Um, but these services are coming around now. Yeah, I think one one very interesting thing as well is uh, um, to what is to what extent it's serving the business. You know, um, because repairing um, old jeans or or, or selling second hands is it? I mean, is it a, a, a good move? Well, I guess it's a good move in terms of communication and terms of marketing, etc. Because. Uh, I mean, this is so positive, uh, you can't deny that. But when it comes to cash flow, I mean, when it comes to business, is it, uh, is it, is it a good business or, or w I mean, what's your point of view regarding this? Yeah, uh, this is a question that we get a lot. <laughs> uh, and uh, my, my answer normally is like, yes, it is good business because, of course, it's, as you said, very good marketing, very good uh, storytelling, very good uh, customer service. Um, and um, actually, it's good for the sales as well, because uh, when the customers comes to uh, either drop off to repair uh, a pair of jeans or pick them up, uh, normally they also buy something else in, in between. So, um, yeah, definitely it increases traffic to the stores. Uh, it gives us um, something to talk about with the, with the, with the customers. Um, but it also gives us a chance to explain who we are and what we stand for. Uh, so we see it as a great uh, opportunity, actually. Hmm. Um, what makes your company and your product stand out of the others? What's, what's your main difference, according to you? Well, I guess um, it's, it's, it is uh, everything that we talked about already. I mean, um, uh, to have like a great product, of course, uh, um, should be a good look looking product, uh, but also really good customer service. Uh, in the store, of course, but also the customer service department. Um, uh, we have, um, yeah, as I said, a, a great sustainability program that takes uh, responsibility in so many different areas uh, from the cotton field and social compliance in the supply chain, transparency, supply, sustainable materials, and so on. Uh, and, of course, our service in, in the stores. I think that is the main uh, area where we are standing out hmm. compared yeah. to others. Do, do, um, I'm, I'm not sure I understood that, but do, do you have um, 
recycling policy, uh, meaning that every single of your customer can bring back your his, pair, his old pair of jeans uh, he bought at uh, Nudie Jeans, and um, and you take care of uh, of the recycling, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you have an old pair uh, and you don't want them anymore, um, you can just hand them into the store and we take care of them. We either sell them again as uh, reused jeans or we use them for our recycling program. So uh, we have our own program doing recycled, um, upcycled items. We have done um, rugs before, for example. We have done uh, bags and caps. And uh, the latest edition is the Rebirth collection that was released last year which was made of post-consumer uh, nudians and new organic cotton. Okay, excellent. Um, when it comes to certification, you, you well, we talked about it uh, already, but uh, um, according to you, what are, what are the, 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 the best certification? I mean, what are the... The, the, the one you need to look at when you when you source some new materials um, and this question is, is much more for young designer or new people in the business yeah exactly so I mean what we are focusing mostly on are uh, that the fabrics that we're using are certified so we're using the global organic textile standard and the organic content standard for organic cotton uh, we also use fair trade um, the certification and if we have recycled materials, we aim for the Global Recycle Standard Certification. Um, and it is important for us to have this kind of third-party verification to prove that we are doing what we are doing uh, and, um, for example, using organic cotton. Um, but it also pushes us to maintain our sustainable attributes that we have and inspire us to stay innovative and, and um, look out for new materials as well. Mm-hmm. What are the, the, um, your project when it comes to, to sustainability uh, for new jeans? And what are the biggest challenges uh, for the coming years, according to you? Well, I guess uh, our biggest challenges um, in, within the sustainability area is, uh, for example, the climate work um, to decrease our emissions in our supply chain, since most of our emissions are coming from the fabric and the raw material stage. So this is definitely a challenging area. Uh, there's also uh, work on expanding our living wage program to suppliers in other production countries like Turkey or Tunisia. Um, and uh, later this year, we will also try to get our head office uh, ISO certified. And we also uh, have plans to implement an environmental management system at all our stores and sales offices uh, globally. Hmm. Great. Um what uh, I mean, how can the fashion industry accelerate sustainable revolution? I know it's kind of uh, giving a lesson to, to the others, but it's, it's always very difficult. But uh, um, since the the COVID crisis, uh, it looks like uh, people are starting to change quite uh, quite a lot. And well, it started already before the the COVID uh, crisis. But um, what is the key, according to you, to to make this uh, industry more sustainable and more uh, yeah, more sustainable. Yeah. Um, one thing that came to my mind was uh, like new industry pressure, for example. Uh, we are right now finishing up the um, um, reporting to Salando for uh, in the HIG index. Um, and that is something that uh, I think could put uh, pressure on the, on the industry, actually, and sustainable brands. Um, to help accelerate the, the process. Um, I think also 
transparent supply chains are crucial and brand collaborations also is a very important part. Um, Do you collaborate with brands, with other brands? Yeah, we do that, uh, especially when it comes to following up on social auditing or other Hmm. collaborations like that in, in the supply chain. Great. And uh, you, you were talking about the IG index. Um, uh, do you use what, what kind of um, index or, yeah, what kind of KPIs are you looking at to make sure and to, mus- and to make sure that you are on the right way, on the right direction? And, uh, and how do you measure yourself comparing to, uh, to the other actors of the industry? Mm. Well, I guess the main KPIs um, we do measure is for the sustainable materials and the use of virgin versus recycled materials. We also keep track of our repairs on an annual basis and our sale of the reusings. Uh, we also have some KPIs related to living wages and to climate. Um, but maybe worth to also mention is our very high MPS score. So we measure... Um, the, when the customer purchase online, they can fill in the, the survey. And um, we had a MPS of 80.7 last, last year, which is quite high. And um, it shows that sustainability together with product and service is really the key areas that we are performing well in. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, um, Okay, uh, I think we are almost done. Uh, I would like to move to the to the quick re- to, to the quick rapid fire question um, section. Um, what do you want to close the door to in our industry? Uh, I want to close the door for uh, the tradition of of the lack of transparency in the fashion industry. We need more transparency. Where do you look at to get inspired? Uh, I like to listen to other industry stakeholders, uh, other brands and industry colleagues, uh, and sometimes also uh, sustainability managers from other industries to to get perspective on the topic from different angles. Mm -hmm. What is the the last piece of clothes you bought? Um, Actually, the last piece of clothes I bought wasn't a garment, but it was many garments before because we just released a blanket, which is made of post-consumer nudians and wool. So limited for our stores in Australia, but also uh, a few pieces are available online. Great. Uh, who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Uh, I would like to listen to uh, people on the ground, factory managers, fac- uh, fashion a- activists, maybe garment workers, union representatives, uh, to hear their view on sustainability in fashion, because these voices are not so often heard in, in podcasts like this. Hmm, definitely. Do, if you could introduce uh, as somebody, it would be. I would be very happy to to interview yeah, them. Sure. I will do that. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I wish you um, uh, the best for the future uh, of sustainability at New Jeans. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.